Birch Gold Group is the company that I trust with precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. And they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. And right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. To get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit from Birch Gold by going to birchgold.com forward slash think about it. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k out of volatile stocks and bonds and into a precious metals IRA. There's zero cost, zero obligation to request the info. So why wait? Go to birchgold.com forward slash think about it. That's B-I-R-C-H gold.com forward slash think about it. Hi, Steve here. Why does a parent repeat things with their children? Why do they seemingly say the same things over and over to them? It's the same reason that I repeat myself over and over again in video after video. It's because I know there are still people that don't understand that they've been believing a lie. And when you believe a lie instead of the truth or reality, it'll cause you to act in a way that's in accordance with that lie instead of the truth. I'm speaking now to people who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't have a faith in Christ, then you don't even need to watch this video. But for those of you who've been taught all your lives that before the tribulation begins, you'll be lifted out supernaturally from this earth. But as I've done videos in the past on the rapture, I've shown you in the scriptures, in the Bible, the verses that have been taken out of context to support this false teaching. I'm not saying that there will not be a catching away that will fulfill what Paul said in 1 Thessalonians. But what did Paul actually say? The Apostle Paul said, we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, concerning those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again in the same way, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For we say this to you by a word from the Lord. We who are still alive at the Lord's coming will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the archangel's voice and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are still alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so will we always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort or encourage one another with these words. What was the context of what the Apostle Paul was telling these Christians? He was explaining to them that they would not have to wait until the end of the millennial reign of Jesus Christ to be resurrected and that they would not miss out on being part of ruling and reigning with Jesus during the thousand years that they knew Jesus would rule on this earth. And we know that because he compared them, the Christians, to those who have no hope. Well, who are those who have no hope? The people who are not believers in Jesus Christ. And here's the proof that there will be saints still alive when the Lord Jesus returns for the body of Christ. And another angel, a third angel, followed them and spoke with a loud voice. 
If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he will also drink the wine of God's wrath, which is poured full strength into the cup of his anger. And he will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the sight of the holy angels and in the sight of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment will go up forever and ever. There is no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast and its image, or anyone who receives the mark of its name. This calls for endurance from the saints who keep God's commands and their faith in Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, so they will rest from their labors since their works follow them. What is the day of the Lord? Jesus said, Now concerning that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, only the Father, the Father alone. As the days of Noah were, so the coming of the Son of Man will be. For in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah boarded the ark. They didn't know until the flood came and swept them all away. This is the way the coming of the Son of Man will be. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding grain with a hand mill, one will be taken and one left. Therefore be alert since you don't know what day your Lord is coming. But know this, if the homeowner had known what time the thief was coming, he would have stayed alert and not let his house be broken into. This is why you are also to be ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. The rank lawlessness that Jesus was referring to was described in Genesis. When mankind began to multiply on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of mankind were beautiful and they took any they chose as wives for themselves. And the Lord said, my spirit will not remain with mankind forever because they are corrupt. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth both in those days and afterward when the sons of God, the fallen angels, came to the daughters of mankind who bore children to them. They were the powerful men of old, the famous men. When the Lord saw that human wickedness was widespread on the earth and that every inclination, every thought of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time, the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and he was deeply grieved. And that's why God destroyed the earth once before with a flood. But he promised never to flood the earth again or never to destroy it with a flood. Most people in the church were never taught that the fallen angels did have sexual intercourse with earthly women, which produced the Nephilim, giants on the earth. And many of them were still on the earth when Israel was told to go take the land that God gave to them. And then we have the other scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. What am I saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor can corruption inherit incorruption. Listen, I'm telling you a mystery. We will not all fall asleep or die, but we will all be changed. The fact that there will be Christians alive on this earth when Jesus returns to take the body of Christ is stated very clearly here by the Apostle Paul. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, let's not overlook what Paul just said, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible 
and we will be changed. For this corruptible body must be clothed with incorruptibility, and this mortal body must be clothed with immortality. When this corruptible body is clothed with incorruptibility and this mortal body is clothed with immortality, then the saying that is written will take place. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where death is your victory? Where death is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. For more detail on the timing of this event, look at what Jesus said. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and then all peoples of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a loud trumpet and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. The harvest is the end of the age and the harvesters are angels. Jesus said very clearly, the harvest is the end of the age and the harvesters are the angels. So we see this clearly in Matthew chapter 24 and Matthew chapter 13. But now let me show you where the angel of the Lord Jesus reveals it to the apostle John in Revelation. Precisely before the warning in chapter 14, calling for the endurance of the saints and saying, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on, we see in the very next three verses, which describes the catching away. It describes that moment that Jesus spoke about. He describes that moment the Apostle Paul spoke about, and it's consistent with every other scripture and every other thing that was ever written by all the prophets. Then I looked, and there was a white cloud, and one like the Son of Man was seated on the cloud with a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Another angel came out of the temple crying out in a loud voice to the one who was seated on the cloud, Use your sickle and reap, for the time to reap has come, since the harvest of the earth is ripe. So the one seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. What is harvesting? It's the gathering together of all your crops. The New American Standard Bible actually is translated, Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and sitting on the cloud is one like the Son of Man with a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. And another angel came out of the sanctuary, calling out with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, send forth your sickle and reap, for the hour to reap has come because the harvest of the earth has become dry. Then he who sat on the cloud cast his sickle over the earth and the earth was reaped. Jesus said the harvest is at the end of the age and the harvesters are the angels. He will send out his angels with a loud trumpet and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. Jesus said this as recorded in both Matthew 24, 31 and Mark 13, 27. And only Revelation 14, 14 through 16 fulfills all these scriptures about the catching away, the gathering together of the saints to meet the Lord in the air, the day of the Lord, the hour that no man, the Lord himself, or even the angels knew, but only the Father knows. 
So for all of you that have believed the false teaching of a pre-tribulation catching away, maybe now you better understand why Jesus said, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Once you realize that God's word must and will be fulfilled, you'll learn to rest in him and trust him no matter what happens in this world. Jesus tells us what's going to happen. Rather than believing a false teaching of being able to escape all these things that are coming, let's be found worthy when we finally do go home to meet him. Some of us will already fall asleep or die in this body, but some of us will still be alive at the coming of the Lord Jesus. If you've never given your life to Christ and you'd like to, there's a link in the description box below that I leave there for anyone who doesn't know him and would like to pray a simple prayer. Go down there now and click on that link and pray this prayer to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Are you willing to repent of your sin and ask him the only way you can ever be saved, the only savior, just like the Bible says, there's no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. If you'd like to know him, go down there now and click on that link. It's the best decision you'll ever make in your whole life. Think about it.